It is 5 o'clock. I got a lot of echo. Hang on. There is something not echoing. Now I'm good. I can hear myself again. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the Fan 1079. As once again today, somebody was in the studio and playing with the buttons. Well, that's with a heavy heart I, I do today's show. A heavy heart? When yeah. I, I mentioned the buttons? Yeah. What? What's the heavy we, heart? We lost... Uh, bringing me down early. We lost one of my childhood... Uh, I wouldn't call her my uh, hero, but I paid a lot of attention to her when I was a child. So, How young of a child? Oh, probably when I was 10, 12, 11, 13, down in that area. Well, you've got a big span there. 10, 11, 12, 13, if you yeah. did them in order. Yeah. You're bouncing them all over the place. Well, 10, 12, 11, 13. It's perfect for this particular individual we lost today. Who do we lose? I'm, I'm, I would, I would feign grief, but I don't know who we're talking about yet. The, the Kansas City bomber herself <gasps> passed this afternoon, and so I'm all bummed. Losing Raquel Welch is, was uh, she like eighty two? Eighty two. Yeah, she's the same age as my mother. Yeah. Well, Raquel. I don't, Raquel Welch. I, don't remember, I didn't know your mother in her prime. But. Yeah, I'll tell you this: she didn't <laughs> fill out the old bomber jersey like uh, like Raquel did. <laughs> but Raquel Welch, I looked up to her from. Uh, you know, she Raquel was a, Welsh died today. She was a fine actress. Ugh, no, not really. Yeah, she was. No, she wasn't. Yeah. She, she was okay. A, didn't she and Namath make a movie? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Or make out. I don't know, but uh, I think Joe one day looked at her and says, Raquel, I just want to kiss you. <laughs> <laughs> That's Rachel, not Raquel. Whatever. But, um, yeah, she was a sports hero in America. She was not a sports hero. She made that movie. I had the poster. <laughs> I can't argue with that. <laughs> she was Did you really had the, had the poster? Well, I had the smaller version of it that I kept my mother. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to break out of Shawshank, though, you'd have it with you, right? <laughs> if I needed to cover up the wall, I'd have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, one of America's fine actresses. She was not a fine actress. I can't think of one finer than she was back then. <laughs> <laughs> she falls in that, and, and I would see, and I, I think I she made a movie with Jim Brown too. I have no doubt. Yeah, I think she and Jim Brown were in a western together. I don't think she was the actress that uh, that Anne Margaret was. I thought Anne Margaret was a better actress. I thought Raquel Welsh was... They're both fine actresses. She fulfilled her role. I didn't think she was that great an actress. I thought she was an outstanding really? thespian. She, really? <laughs> so, uh, so you're, I, you're, I think that she never have a project together. I think so. Yeah, I don't remember them well, together. That, that memorable, I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't have <laughs> to think real hard about it. Yeah, I think I'd have made note of that. <laughs> Two posters. <laughs> Either way, yeah. uh, a little sad today. It is that sad. Kansas City Bombers not with us anymore. It is a bit sad it, for those who are really, really young and you got no idea. Roller derby. Yeah, it's a roller derby thing, not roller ball, which was, was a lot more yeah. violent. But I think it's the finest roller derby movie ever. I, I, I was the only. No, I watched one here a while back. There was yeah. another one. Yeah, made? Yeah. it was a young lady playing roller derby. It was, a, was it a remake of that? No, no. This was this was a little rent roller derby. This was a coming of age girl, and oh. they talked her into playing with the local 
roller derby squad. Does that and, even exist anymore? Yeah, we had one here for a while in Tushkanem. When? How long ago? Well, back when the skating rink was still open. Oh, so it's been a, <laughs> you can't, a few decades. Hardly wheel around the thrift shop. <laughs> it's a little more difficult. You can. You just can't get that whip going. You can't get the whip going. The whip. Look yeah. out. She's going down through the, uh, you know, vintage clothing now. <laughs> Hey, speaking of the vintage clothing now. Uh-oh, where did this come from? You remember uh, a couple years ago your daughter got married? I do remember that day, yes. Yeah. That day I got ready to uh, get my suit out that morning. It was on a Saturday, I think. The it was, was on a Saturday, yes. I got ready to get my suit out, and I couldn't find my dang sports coat. My black sports coat that I wear to weddings and funerals. And so, well, wait, it's a suit. So you had the pants, but not the coat. Yes. How do you lose a? How do you lose the, the suit coat to a suit? <laughs> well, that was the mystery that day. Where's my sport coat? <laughs> so wait a minute. In this conversation about the vintage clothes, did the jacket get sold without the pants? No, 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 no. no. I've solved that mystery today. But that particular day, I didn't have a suit coat. So I had to go down to one of the local uh, thrift shops. <laughs> and uh, After all, it was only the homecoming queen getting married. Yes. It's, uh, but it wasn't anybody in like pants. I just needed a black sport coat that day. Oh my god! So I had to go to the thrift shop to get a sport coat that day, which that sport coat has served me well. It's been to a couple other weddings since then, and maybe a funeral. I was going to say or funerals. But today, today the child bride uh, dropped. Uh, the daughter had gone to the wedding. This I don't know Labor Another Day. Another wedding, yeah, yeah, back at Labor Day, and uh, wore a dress, and she needed to get it dry cleaned for something else. uh Oh. So the child bride drops the dress off the dry cleaner, and the lady says, do you want to pick up your other item while you're here? And she goes, what other item? And she goes, this sports coat. She says, been here since 2020. No way. She solved the mystery of the black sports coat. Really? So now what are you doing with the other one? You got a spare. Well, I'm getting rid of that nasty <laughs> This one's freshly dry clean. Tell me, take it and drop it off at the thrift shop. <laughs> Pass along to the next guy. You probably get a couple bucks for it. <laughs> I think that's what I put into it. <laughs> the so, coat mystery's the been solved. Mystery Does it is, still fit? I, she hasn't come home with it yet. She just uh, I met her for lunch and she said, "Hey, I got your sport coat." And did you tell her? You ask her what sport coat, or you only yeah. had the one? Yeah, no, I had the one, <laughs> and so well, I had to buy a suit for that wedding back in you the know one in New York. Yeah, the one yeah. in New York. Oh, I had yeah. to have a fresh suit. Oh yeah, that. that. Okay, wait a minute. So that's the high dollar hobnob right. with the folks on the All East right. Coast coat. It, it is. This one over here. This was the go to the thrift shop wedding. I'm sorry. I, wow. Brooke Zach is going to hear about I this. I love your daughter, but not that much. She doesn't have season tickets to the Longhorns, <laughs> so I was going to be straightforward. I don't want no, to be. She has them to the Red Raiders, I think. <laughs> well, that'd probably be better now. <laughs> but all that said, I've solved the mystery of the missing sports. Now the child right asked him there at the cleaners. Yeah. Do y'all not call people? Apparently not. She goes, nah. Usually <laughs> come back. <laughs> or they don't, and we just have extra clothes hanging around. You wonder. If I'm a dry cleaner, I think I charge you rent. Like That's for, what for I space. thought. 
You've been keeping this thing yeah. hanging for the last two years, three <laughs> years. Here's my bill. It's like 300 bucks you owe me for the hanger. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just glad we solved the mystery of the missing sport. Buck a day. That's what it should be. Buck a day for <laughs> you know what? hanger rental. They would own their own. Keep the coat. Own the sport coat. Keep the coat. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. Thank goodness. I can sleep tonight now. If I get an invite to Rock Hill's funeral, I've got the sport coat ready to go now. Or mine. <laughs> I'm not You're situated. There you go. Thank goodness. I'd worry about that. Yeah. What would you wear? Now yeah. we know. Your coat's back. Either way, if there's some formal occasion that's not in New York, I'm prepared. So what'd you wear? Did you wear a tux to New York? No. So what would it take to get you to wear a tux? Mm. What's the occasion big enough for Tony Kirk to say, you know what? I'm renting a tux today. Trying to think. I've gone to a couple of soirees where I've had to rent tuxes back in the day. Your own kid's wedding. What about that? Well, I don't think you wear a tux to your own kid's wedding. Did you wear a tux? No. <laughs> well, you you wore a hand-me-down whatever. You worried about what I'm wearing. I'll say this. If the girl tells me I have to wear a tux, yeah. then I'll probably There it is. Tux. Then that's the occasion. But I, I don't. She's dating some old cowboy now, so I don't think that'll be a... A tux of attire type thing. You never know. The prom guys were all wearing tuxes and white jeans. Yes. That was a thing for a while. Yeah. Their boots. and. No, I don't see that. So that, that was the thing. Child Bride uh, got on me for, uh, she told me I couldn't wear boots to the New York. I remember that. Yeah. You were bitter about that yeah, for a I was while. Bitter, but, with a uh, lot of angst. To uh, the homecoming queen's wedding, I wore my cowboy boots. <laughs> with the thrift coat. <laughs> <laughs> you really were a picture that day. A vision. A vision is what I call you. I, I thought I had a look going that day. You did have a look. I think I had black jeans on. <laughs> you look like Junior before we buried yeah, him. That's whatever. What whatever. <laughs> let's let's just keep it solemn today with uh, the passing of, of Raquel. Raquel. And the fine. But see, the prodigal coat has come home. It so has. we lost Raquel, but we got yeah, the we jacket got the back. Coat, but yeah. We, uh, yeah, we got Raquel back. All right. Tell you what, let's take a break. It's about 11 after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on The Fan 1079. Quick timeout. We'll come rolling back in here on The Fan. Back 14 after 5, leaving the yards. Professor on the fan, 107-9903-735-9905. Basketball season over for the uh, ladies at uh, Liberty Island last night. Took it on the chin against Canton. Had a pretty good ball game out for a while and kind of lost them at the end, but a good year for them. And uh, the boys will start their... uh, playoffs i'm assuming next tuesday they wrapped so. it up last night against le monday and, tuesday yeah. uh i mean against pg le boys uh won to secure the third place seating in the district and so they'll go in as the third seat i yeah. hadn't seen yet who they'll be playing yeah pg if pg had won they, i think they would have forced a tie yeah i think yeah. so but uh, as gonna... it turned out uh billy brewer's uh young lads won that thing last night right. so yep 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 
advances the third seed behind Paris, who uh, I talked to Coach Brewer, I guess, the other day when we were out at the uh, last of the uh, A&M County games. And uh, he thought they had had a shot at Paris this year, and, and really the second game he thought they had a shot, but just didn't get them, and so maybe they'll see each other again. Sulphur Springs came into the district, and to no one's real surprise, won that district this year. I think they ran the table, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the rest of that. If Paris is not up. Yeah. And that part this year, remember no, everybody I talked no, to. The rest of that district doesn't really have a whole lot for Sulphur mm-hmm. yet. They will. Sulphur will start coming down back to them, and but uh, at the moment, anyway, in boys' basketball, Sulphur's pretty much head and shoulders above the rest. Seems to be right now. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it'll be uh, – let's see now. Oh, yeah, in football, they stayed big school, so they weren't concerned right. in football. Nope. Uh, Texas High finished their um, senior night last night with a nice win over Pine Tree. They've come on here at the, the last week, 10 days of the season. Had very Damon Augustus had thirty last night, I believe. They've had a they've had a good last ten yes, days. It took weeks. a while to uh, right uh, the ship on some choppy seas, but you got to give Skinner, and Coach Jones credit for yeah. eventually uh, kind of getting that thing together because everything that could go wrong the first month pretty much did for their, them and held it together, held it together, and, and played very could. competitive. Yep basketball at the end. Now the question's going to become now do you build off this next year? They they, they so. kept this thing together. They didn't let the team tear itself apart. Now we'll see what they do with next year. Yeah. And I think I think Damon may be a senior. Maybe the end Maybe. for him. Maybe. So, so they keep going to Fort Smith. I think so. Yeah. yeah, they're going to find a score. Yeah. But anyway, that's, uh, that's that stuff anyway. A little high school stuff that was going on last night which is worth the note. Worth noting. We didn't talk about this the other day. Arkansas High's uh, bowling team. You seen this? Yes. Their girls' bowling team. Outstanding. Yeah. You know, that's the only uh, coach. uh, Well, no, I still haven't got baseball. I haven't got baseball or bowling yet. Coach Allen's done a really great job on Wednesday morning, and it's been a lot of fun. This morning I got to uh, hang out um, with the uh, boys' coach this morning, soccer. Okay. And – He's an old uh, Texas High Tiger football player, Zane Cole. Okay. And uh, Zane, who played for Barry, uh, but also played soccer for over at uh, Texas High back in 08, 09, 10. All right. And uh, he had uh, gotten hired by Steve Wells out of college to coach football over at L.A. and has made the move over to be the offensive line coach for Trey Outlaw, but he had already started coaching soccer when he's at L.A. and – He's, I think, really into it, really enjoying it. It was, it was a very refreshing talk with a guy who he understands football is going to put the food on his table. Yeah. But he really liked soccer and really enjoyed playing the game. And, and you could sense he was enthusiastic for his players. And and, and if you're that guy, like nobody else wants to do it kind yeah, of. Yeah, and that's like, what There's the sport. Ah, who wants soccer? He kind soccer? of fell into uh. his lap over to L.A. And there right. wasn't a – uh, Coach Ward over there, I think, is who he said was coaching. It kind of fell to him, and yeah. I think he, uh, I hate to say, took the ball and ran with it, but booted it on down the field and nice. <laughs> went with it. Nice. So, uh, yeah, but it, it was a very uh, enjoyable visit with him. But Coach Outlaw has done a great job of uh, getting different guys in here, and I've had the pleasure to get to know guys and gals, well, and uh, I haven't got to talk to the bowling coach yet. And schools struggle to find or maybe not even to find but to 
want to commit to a coach who's like a soccer coach, yeah. period. Like you say, you're a football coach with something else yeah. in the offseason. You get to do that. You don't usually get a guy who's got a lot of experience either playing or having coached soccer before to land your program. We've talked about Andy Allen over at Pleasant yes. Grove since we've known Andy for years. He kind of got handed out. You're the soccer guy. Well, the girls soccer. The guy. girls soccer. But he's coach. a tremendous program over there. And, and if they and if you take it that way, like it's not just okay. Well, it's what yeah. I do when football's not in. You take it of that's my sport. I do football, yeah. but that's my thing. Andy's done that. And a lot yeah. of these guys, if you're successful, that's the way you approach it. If you're probably not, you probably approach it like, eh, it's the off season, and I got to well, do this to have a job year round. And you know, Coach Schrader for years over Texas High really cared about the soccer yeah. program oh, and, and did a lot for it. And so for those guys and gals that have love for it and are willing to take the time and nurture it, talking to Coach Cole this morning, he was very brutally honest. He said most of the clinics and all for soccer coaches are in the middle of football season. I can't get right. away. That's right. He said, but there's a lot of stuff online now that he can find for drills and skills and all that he's – doing everything he can to get his kids better. And when, you know, you have, uh, you're right. I'm, I'm trying to look as well, there got to be summer things, but their football coaches are yeah, already doing yeah. their summer stuff. That's it's well, already gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it, it was interesting uh, getting a young guy in here that had a very refreshing. Is he getting players? He said that uh, he's, you know, there's some core kids that, that yeah. are hardcore. You right. know, every high school's got your Jordan Angel. <laughs> <laughs> Hardcore soccer guys. He said, you know, they wore the jerseys of the school sure. and they're into the international yeah, game and all darn that. right. But uh, he also said that he gets some kids that were kind of like himself. He said he played it when he was young, kind of got away from it in middle school. When he got to uh, TMS, he was a big kid. And Your football all of a sudden, yeah. they put him down in a three point stance, made a lineman out of it. Yep. And so, yeah. But he said he got back to it when he was in high school and enjoyed it. And I think he said he's got some kids like that that have come to it. Nice. All right. So I enjoyed the visit. Uh, I was looking earlier today. The, uh, the the Cowboys lose another coach today. Really? You see this? No. We decided to go with, uh, with Kellen Moore to the uh, Chargers. The quarterback's coach, Doug Neusmeyer's, decided, I think I'm going to go and work with Justin Herbert hmm. and see how that works for us. Hmm. We were talking about where Dak rated Derek yep. Carr. Where do you put Justin Herbert? I watched a video yesterday. Colin Cowherd was doing his top ten. It's like a TikTok, and he did like one through five, six through ten. And he had Herbert in the top five. Which is high praise because Cowherd is... And, he's, and, and I'll do it this way. Before, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but going into next season. So he says going into next year. So does he have here's I'm looking a at. Rajat or... He's got him like eight. Tom? Okay. He's got Rogers like about eight, and his and his and his assessment of Rogers is at his age, and with the amount of new personnel in front yeah. of him in Green Bay, if you're not a, no, if you're not a full time guy on this, you ought to be. Yeah, and Rogers has made it no secret. I'm not a full time guy on this. Well, no, when the season ends, I'll see you again yeah, in August. I think or July. I think the Packers are keeping him in the dark. Yeah, well, he, he is this week, but he had he had Herbert ahead of Hertz, and if I remember right, he had it uh, Mahomes, Burrow, 
And I think Herbert – no. Josh Allen? No, Josh Allen was fifth. He had both uh, 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 the guy in Jacksonville, Lawrence, and Sunshine. yeah, and and, and uh, Herbert in front of Josh Allen, who he felt Josh Allen regressed, and I don't disagree. Too turnover prone. Now he said, in all fairness, offensive line wasn't great yeah. in Buffalo. Running game hasn't been very well, good in Buffalo, and he has to play in a different place. I mean, it's well, he cold. does. Well, so it's, it's cold in Cincinnati. It's cold in Kansas City. Not so much. Philly's cold. Uh, but I Cincinnati's say, not cold? No, I said Cincinnati. I said no, I didn't think Kansas City was that cold. Kansas City's cold. Yeah, like, it's playoff times, but during the season. It's in the plains, practically. It's well, cold. Whatever. whatever. I don't consider it as cold as Oh, my gosh. Is well, it may not be Buffalo. Is it as Buffalo? Green Bay. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's I'll it. Give, I'll give you Chicago. Yeah. All that said. Um, Which, by the way, the Bears today spent about uh, $180 million on the property in Arlington outside of the Chicago. The racetrack. They're going to they're moving out of the city. Yeah, sad. No. Probably you want to be competitive like the Cowboys but, move out of Dallas and you move out of but, Irving, you move to Arlington. But here's the deal. They needed to just roof Soldier Field. You can't roof yeah, that. Yeah, you can. You can. that thing. They could have done that to the Cotton Bow. They, there was a guy named Richard Jordan back in the 90s who presented a plan to the city of Dallas. Let's don't lose the Cowboys again. Let's get them back. Yeah. Let's put a roof on this. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's nurture Texas OU. Let's keep the cotton bow in the cotton bow. They scoffed at him. Nah, nah. Nobody, we're not going to spend the money. That's insane. It's old stadium. Blah, blah, blah. I agree with all that. Richard Jordan said you basically strip it down to the shell. You roof it. You put a retractable roof on. Do all this. You've got the infrastructure there. You, and the city of Dallas said, "Nah, we're not paying for all that. You, you, it, we might as well build a new stadium for what yeah. it's going to cost." And I, there you go. I well, got that. But they didn't want to do it, and so Arlington built another stadium, and the Cowboys stayed away. Chicago. This isn't Dallas, where oh, I don't like it. I'm going to move to the Burbs. This is Chicago. It's yeah. got a vibrant downtown area. It does. It's built around the lake. It is. It's you've been to Chicago yes. multiple times. Yes. You understand what a Michigan Avenue a great is. cultural center. Yes. That no question. city is. I, I was looking at a list the other day of top cities in America to visit. It's always number one. Even ahead of New York, ahead of LA. Chicago just has a certain soul to it. And and the Bears are part of that. Yeah. They're not a Johnny-come-lately. They're no. a black and blue. We were here in the beginning, Original. sort of. Yeah. Yeah. And Soldier was a part of that. Yeah. And now they're going to go to the Burbs. Yes. Where everybody else is going. And it'll be some Arizona-type setup. Or Detroit-type setup. Yeah. It's going to be like they moved yeah. out of the city. Yeah. It's just they moved out. Sad. Well, that's what everybody sad. does. You can't the, – the downtown real estate makes it so difficult to stay. Uh, you can but say – But they have the real estate. That's not the you problem. You can say you can roof Soldier Field, but God – I mean, what – I can't even imagine the engineering nightmare that is. I don't to try to start with an deal. existing building without the shored-up infrastructure to be able to make a, a retractable yeah. roof. The problem thing? is they refurbished Soldier 
in the last five to ten yeah. years. Yeah. And so they didn't want to spend money again on it. And I don't the mayor said, then we're going to move. I don't and we want you, the city, to spend the money. Yeah. And they said, no, we're not. Right. They oh, called their bluff. Yes. Yeah. That's what happens. The yeah. Raiders are in Vegas for a reason. The Chargers yeah. are in Los Angeles yeah. for a reason. The, you know, the Colts aren't in Baltimore anymore. The Browns no, are in. There was no need for Chicago to lose the Bears. Well, they're not going to lose the Bears, but it's going to move out of the city. No, it's going to. It's going to call the Arlington Bears. But here's what's going to become. You had a fan base at Soldier Field that is not going to look like the fan base in Arlington. In the Burbs. No, they're not. You're going to have luxury suites. Yes. High end. Yes. It's going to be a cocktail party. It'll look like the Cowboys. Yes. 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 One of the reasons that people love the Chiefs is the Chiefs have remained at Arrowhead. The Chiefs have considered the best tailgating, the best, you know, fan base. People from all over the Midwest drive there for their seven to ten games a year or whatever they have there the bears are just going to be another franchise now they have been just another franchise for quite a while they've had little windows Uh, since the 1950s uh, they've just been another franchise they had the window are the cubs just another franchise no no the bears were the cubs of football they were just the same lovable Losers they weren't that lovable. They are. They lovable. were because of being an original they, franchise. They had a lot of oomph in the conversation, but they don't have that oomph no, anymore. I agree. George is dead. Yeah, I agree. The, the the his daughter's an I old woman. I agree with all that. And they've got a new group of of but hierarchy. They coming had in. a toughness to them. They were a throwback to what the NFL was originally—a gladiator game. Yes. They're going to go out there. They're not going to be built on defense and running the ball. No, they're not. We yeah. already know that. Yeah, we got to come back because they're they're in a great position as this draft comes up. They've got the number one pick in the draft. They've got a quarterback, and at least three teams need a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, they're going. But now comes the talk. There's folks on the inside in Chicago saying Justin Fields is on the market. And I'm shocked by hearing that. But we'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about it a little bit more. Leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor. Here on the fan, 1079, 29 minutes after 5 o'clock. Back in a couple. Here on the fan. For guns, ammo, accessories, gunsmithing, and repairs, plus shooting training and practice, head to Alpha Defense Industries, formerly Texarkana Gun Barn and Range. Open every day except Monday. Alpha Defense Industries is west of Texarkana, off Highway 67 at County Road 1214.
Okay, we are back. 28 minutes until 6 o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan. 1079. That uh, last segment went all over the place. We'll rein back in and try to connect some dots that we had. And that, I started that talking about Doug Nussmeyer moving on from the Cowboys to the yes, Chargers. Which makes perfect sense. You get to work with a top five quarterback. Yes. I think. Would you put him in your top five? Yes. Probably, probably five. Would, I would put him right Someplace about there. In there. And so it makes perfect sense you get a chance to work with a top five quarterback. And I believe, if I'm remembering what uh, I had I'd seen on the uh, video with uh, Cowherd, that the last three years Herbert set some NFL record of most yards and most touchdowns yes. for a quarterback in his first yes. three years. He's been so. If I'm 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 going to that, and I'm leaving Dak. Dak is, is struggling. And uh, I have seen nothing about a thumb surgery, so I think that was a wise move for the coach. Going back to the Chicago thing. Fields, there's a lot of things to like about Fields. You're, you're coming off the Super Bowl, as I said this morning, that I think people are beginning to see the importance of the hybrid quarterback and how important they are. And yep. Fields certainly fits that mold. I haven't watched Fields enough because he was a Big Ten guy. I didn't see him a lot in college. I've never seen him play in person. I can't tell you if he's that guy that wants to be a runner or if he shies away from that. No, he wants to run. Then, then I mean, I think it. he set NFL records this yeah. year for yeah. running with the football from yeah. the quarterback spot. I don't know, once again, if he's that guy that makes it the second and third read or if he takes off too soon. I tend to think the second. Okay. If that's the case, and you're Chicago and you're sitting there. Yep. As Jim Mersey said at his press conference yesterday, that kid at Alabama really looks good. Yes, he does. If you just watch this Super Bowl, I don't know how you can't be attracted to Bryce Young. Oh, no. I think I think it's – he he and C.J. Stroud to me. Yeah. Once again, I haven't seen Stroud a lot. Well, there, there's – a lot to like in both. I think Stroud's a little bigger. And probably from the things I've seen about people who are talking about top 50 picks coming into this draft, I think they've got Stroud listed about six or seven picks better than Bryce Young. Well, I think for NFL ready, for yes. NFL size, for all yeah. the, the future yeah. things, he's yeah. a little bit bigger version. Yes. Than, than Bryce Young. I have seen Bryce Young play in person. I have seen him on a consistent basis. He can make the second and third read. Yeah. He is, as the term I used this morning, efficient with his running. Yes. I, I think that's the new key if you're a running quarterback. Pick your spots, be efficient, keep plays alive, which puts even more pressure downfield. It, it's just, as I said this morning, a 20-yard quarterback run now can be the centerpiece of a drive you bust out a 20 yard run and all of a sudden it does so much to the defense it stays in their head the rest of the drive well it stays in the head of the defensive coordinator am i am i playing man at all if i'm playing man i'm in trouble if that guy's going to take off i'm in a world of trouble i think a 20 yard quarterback run is the most soul crushing thing you can do to a defense and uh, these guys today, they're so efficient. In fact, they get their 15 or 20. They don't get greedy. No. They get down. They yeah. get back up. And if they're real good, it's in the rhythm of let's 
let's play fast. Right. And so I, I think Bryce Young is ready to do that. I haven't seen Stroud play enough. You watch Big Ten football more than I do. I'm going to ask you this. Do you think – am I stretching it to say, could you see Bryce Young being Patrick Mahomes-ish? I don't know if he's that big. Okay. Mahomes can throw a kid off his hip or a, a – Defender. A defender. A, you come with a corner safety, he can throw. I, but, boy, he's got everything else. He's got everything. That The last – Six minutes against Texas this year, he just took it over. Right. He reminds you of a two-guard taking over a basketball game. And that's the intangible to me. We we talked earlier this week about the differences between Mahomes and, and Dak. And, and to me, that's the thing. Sure. The intangible about sure. as the situation gets bigger, Mahomes just seems to get better. It doesn't – he's not, well, he's he not unflappable. It's pretty close. He can to it. do so many things Dak can't do. Dak is awkward. He can't keep plays alive very well. He looks awkward when he crosses the line of scrimmage. I'm going to ask about the value of playing in big games in college. Now, Mahomes didn't necessarily play yeah. in huge games in college. Bryce Young has. Dak Prescott didn't really play in huge games in well, college. I disagree. Oh, he pl- He's been a. Where? He played in the SEC. He, now, but I'm talking about on national stage, you here's forget. the championship semifinal conference no, title game. But you forget, he had them ranked number one in the country for two weeks. Okay. When he was okay. in at Mississippi State. Right. Oh, okay. I Dan it. Mullen had them rolling I'm offensively. Not, I'm not doubting they were enough to carry through with it. I'm not saying they but were When good. you're playing in the SEC, you're playing in big games. Yeah, but there's, there's a difference the between I'm playing in a big game at Auburn or LSU or I'm in the national semifinal. That, to me, is kind of the thing. And I see in Bryce Young an already built in, kind of like you see in Jalen Hurts, they've already had that huge game experience and these games don't feel big for them. It feels like big games feel big for Dak sometimes. Maybe he has to force too much. Maybe it just doesn't feel like just in college he didn't live through those. I, and in the I'm, pros, he hasn't either. I agree with that. I, I think he's damaged goods now. I don't know if we'll ever know what he could have done, but he's damaged goods now. He's awkward. He he looks awkward. He doesn't move fluid. And when you're comparing him to Mahomes, Hurts, Bryce Young. It's not the same beast. You need to compare Dak to Derek Carr. You need to compare. I don't want to do that. But I'm just saying. No, but if I'm a Cowboy fan, that's not who I want to compare him to. But physically, that's who he is. But that's not who I want to compare him to. I want to compare him to those guys. But he's physically not those guys. He's well, not that hybrid quarterback. Is he Josh Allen? No, he's not Josh Allen. Josh he Allen's an athlete. <laughs> Well, he's better than Kirk Cousins. I'll okay. take him on Kirk Cousins. All right. I'm, trying, I'm trying to find my low water. I can move up from there. Water. I'm, 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 give me that. Okay. Yeah. We, we mentioned the Bears, who have the number one pick in the draft, who whether or not they keep their guy, Justin Fields or not, they're in a perfect position that the guys below them at probably two, four, five, or six – are all wanting one of those three yeah. quarterbacks. Now, I'm, I'm hearing two different things. I said earlier, I'm hearing a little bit of the Bears maybe shopping Justin Fields, keeping the number one pick, maybe taking Bryce Young, 
but shopping fields to one of those teams that thinks that may be the guy that fits what they want to do. Number well, one. Number two, the ability to maybe pull off a draft day thing like Kevin Costner got to do and move a couple times out of the first spot, maybe to Houston with the second spot, and then maybe even down to the third or fourth spot and pick up that team's number one plus their number two, That te- the next team's number one plus their number two. My number one pick, if I keep Justin Fields, may go from first to fourth, but I may pick up not only having the first pick yeah, in the two. second round, I yeah. may have the second pick in yeah, the second sure. round. I may have the fourth pick yeah, in the you, second you, round. You're going to either get one this year, one next year. You're going to get two first-round picks minimum for the first pick. Depends if I'm trading it for number yeah. two. Yeah. But I'm, I'm just trading saying, it for number two. I'm getting one plus their second probably. But I think you can get two. Two firsts. Yeah. For the – well, if I, okay, so if, if I'm the if Bears, if I'm the Bears, and I can, if I can, if number two would give me this year and next year, and then I'm number two, yeah. what's number four going to give me to move up to number yeah. two? I'm just telling you. I mean, I mean, if I'm the Bears, up. if I'm the Bears, and I know someone's lusting after a quarterback, oh, they I want two number ones Whew. this year and next year. Well, I will tell you what, then I want it twice. Yeah, because I'm going to move twice. Yeah. I'm going to move from one to two, and I'm going to move from two to four. But let me throw this scenario at you. That stadium's not going to get built overnight. Oh, no. Fields has been like two years now, right? Yeah. By the time that stadium's built, he's in the contract, second contract. Oh, yeah. Bryce Young wouldn't be. Bryce Young would still be under rookie quarterback. Probably. I mean, a rookie contract. Rookie contract. Probably. Probably at the end of his rookie contract. No, he's. Well, How long's it going to take years? to build a stadium? It's going to take him three, four they, years. Three they, years. Three years. That's what I'd guess. All right. So three years, he'd be basically. Th- Are the Bears ready to compete right now? It depends. Now, here's my depends. If we get the conversation that we just had and it actually comes to fruition and they can pick up, let's just say this year, four potential picks in the top 35 I don't think you're going to get four, but let's say You're two. I get that. And two you're going to pick up from somebody else. I'm going to have four picks in the top 35. If I can add four guys in the top 35 into that this year and maybe pick up an additional first-round pick at least once or twice next year, potentially, I don't know they're ready to compete this year because I think Detroit's the team that's coming. Yes, I think Detroit's coming. But I wouldn't say that a year from now, the conversation about the Bears in 2025 – 2024, they if, may be the team to keep an eye on. If I was the Bears and I knew I was going to have a new stadium in three years, I'd move fields for Bryce Young and start thinking about having a really good team to put on the and field. Do it all over stadium. again. Have that new, have them peaking when the new stadium opens. If I had my choice between Young and Fields, I'd take Young, and I think I the would. Bears are considering that Especially too. Especially if I'm indoors. I don't know. I like young indoors. I like him on fields turf. In, you know, fields running know. in turf is probably better than anybody else, though. I'll give me some Bryce Young. I think he's efficient with his running as opposed to just running. Fields are young. Young. Okay. I think he's more All efficient. Right. By the way, I got about a minute before the break. Yeah, I can hold it. No All biggie. Right. It's the magic of being the guy running the thing. So, I'm in Walmart today. Oh, yeah, you're not working today. I hear Chris Ross. I'm a couple aisles over, but I hear you hear Ross. I hear Ross talking. What's he? I come around the corner. A call I come, or what? No, 
He ghosts me. He ghosts you? Yeah, Ross ghosts me. I come pushing up in my car. Yeah, and he's not there. No, he's there. Oh, he's there? Yeah. He's trying to sell me the new energy drink for Anheuser Bush. Ghost. The ghost energy he's drink. Ghosting you with yeah, a he's, drink? He's holding up a ghost energy drink saying you need one of these. Did it disappear in his hand? No, that's oh, so na- you didn't take that's it. That's the actual name of it. Well, I know. Ghost energy. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, Ross, I'm an old man. Last thing in the world I need is energy. <laughs> then you need to be talking lavender. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You need to that's talk to lavender. You need to no, get the energy to. No, you need that. Lavender doesn't. No. He needs anti ghost. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, so uh, Ross wanted people to know there's a new energy drink ghost. in the stores. There's a big section of it there at the Walmart on Texas side. Ghost energy drink. Was he walking up and down the aisles trying to sell them? Handed it to me, told me that's what I needed. Was he drinking it? No, I don't think Ross needs an energy drink. He's all hopped up all the time. And you think Lavender needs it? He said, I need to talk to Billy Lavender about Billy getting him a Lavender ghost energy drink. He does not need an energy drink. He brings one in every Friday morning, he, except for this week. He's bringing it in on Thursday. Oh, that's right. You're gone. Yeah. No, I'll be I'll be gone Friday, but that's Billy will be in here with you'll me. You'll be gone Shop's Friday. going tomorrow. He's going to set in with uh, me. Tomorrow. You'll be gone Friday, though. Yeah. All right. Ghost. Energy drinks. Is he paying you to do that? Is he paying anything for that spot no, you just cut? No. You just did a freebie? He, you did a freebie. Chris Ross oh. No, I did a freebie for uh, Eminem Tire, though. <laughs> that was a freebie. Well, when the guy can't remember your name, you ought to charge him double for that. We're going to take a break. About 14 minutes till 6 o'clock. Last segment coming up. Leaving the yard. Zang and the Professor on the fan 107.9. <laughs> Actually, 11 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor, tomorrow morning, Kirk and Company. We just mentioned Billy Lavender is going to be in studio tomorrow. Yes. You're no, gone Friday. Gone Friday. And oh. Monday. And Monday. We'll do. Uh, we'll knock out the show tomorrow afternoon, and then uh, no show Monday. I'm going to be, uh, while you're gone, I'm actually going to be uh, over at, uh, at Liberty Isle. We've got a, a baseball ball game we're going to call. We're doing, you and I are, uh, well, not you and I this time, but we are going to be doing Liberty Isle baseball this year on the radio. And so uh, I think we have a 6.30 maybe start time. So there's no you way I'm going to do the show. I'm not doing the show lazy. and getting all the equi- equipment and getting over there. No. doubled up, done that. Well, I was young then and, yeah. and energetic. And I, if I get a ghost, maybe I, I might do that. See if you had a ghost. See, maybe. Yeah. Or a clone. Either yeah. one of those. You can have either one. Uh, before we leave football for a minute, see this piece in The Athletic? No. Really intriguing. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. Really intriguing you breakdown. <laughs> yeah. Really, really intriguing breakdown of the um, the Chiefs' two touchdowns on back-to-back series. Yes. They ran that little man in motion and reversed his field and hit him on that little flare. Yeah. Both times um, he was wide open. Both times in. wide open. Guys in the, Atl- in the uh, athletic 
apparently traced the origin of that playback. And they traced it back to like, I think it was maybe week four when Doug Peterson, the former Eagles coach, now the head coach at Jacksonville, ran that exact play and exposed the fact that the Eagles secondary and anybody in the league now, if they're doing their homework, like apparently Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy were over the last two weeks, will recognize any time it looks like man in motion may be jet sweep, that the Eagles shift their corner back to safety and move their safety over to the opposite direction, anticipating the guy coming all the way through. So as soon as he starts in motion, the corner points to the safety, he shifts and basically replaces the safety as the safety moves over. And the receiver just reverses and there's nobody home. Well, that was Doug Peterson who got fired from the Eagles, kind of like Andy Reid had gotten fired from the Eagles. And apparently, I'm not so sure they conspired with one another, but somehow in film study over the season, unless Doug picked up the phone and said, hey, you might want to look back at uh, our game in week four because <laughs> I got something for yeah. you in case you, uh, you get in a place down here in the red zone where you want to run a man in motion. Well, this is going to go now into the hiring of the Arizona Cardinals of John Gannon, the defensive coordinator for the Eagles, who never changed his tendency defensively from the beginning of the year to the end and got exposed by really an offensive genius in Andy Reid. Yeah, but like I say, everybody's got an Achilles. You just got to find it. And, oh, they did. And they found it, and they, they oh. worked you know, it's funny, J-Bo... Which, by the way, happy birthday, Jason Boston yeah. today. J-Bo uh, mockingly said he watched the second half of the Super Bowl because he didn't watch the NFL now. And I told him on Sunday, I said, it's beginning to look a lot like college. It really is. The offenses are so similar now. You just don't see many guys under center. You see nope. all that. and It's just the jet sweep has become a mainstay. Yep. In, in the NFL now. Getting fast guys in space, yeah. that's yeah. the way you do it. Whether they're little fast guys like they used to be or big fast guys. It's funny, Chip Kelly didn't work in Philadelphia, but yet Jalen Hurts now is quarterbacking the team in the gun, guys in space. It's so similar. Yeah. Anyway, that's the last thought on, on football, though, as we go back to the Super Bowl. Uh, pitchers and catchers reported today. Not Jacob DeGroom. They held him out today. It was, well, you it can't was, report? Well, he's there, but first practice they held him out because he had a little stiffness in his back. Oh, <laughs> God. Are you kidding, really? No, I'm serious. Day one, a little stiffness. Well, Chris Young said it was an unusually cold day in Arizona, and they didn't want to. Was it 80? <laughs> I don't know. I've just got a feeling we're going to hear that oh, a lot this year. Oh, my gosh. He may have as great a career for the Rangers as Corey Kluber. Really? You're doing that now? <laughs> anyway, half the league reported today. Obviously, not all the players in half the league, but. Pitchers and catchers. The Rangers, they weren't all scheduled to report today, yeah. but Rangers were on the, on the list yes. of guys scheduled to report today. So, for you guys who are baseball guys, I know Dr. Hardwood was all excited uh, yesterday. We're getting exciting that. time. Here we are, pitchers and catchers. Because, uh, you know, they, they may pull the plug on Bally any day. <laughs> 
<laughs> no kidding. If you watch the Raiders via Bally like I do, uh, since they didn't make their debt payment today. Uh, Ouch. Yeah. You know, they 40, Bally didn't make- 40 teams they have the rights to, Sinclair Sports, and uh, they're in a bad way. And uh, they didn't make their debt payment today, and oh, they've got boy. $8 billion in debt. Oh, and, uh and if you're in Texas, those are the guys that are running your uh, state championship week. They've got a lot of everything. Yeesh. So, yeah, keep an eye on the Bally Sports story. Uh, everybody that's been cutting the cord, well, those were earnings they had planned on. That, yeah. And now that nobody's staying with Dish and Direct. and you see that today? Streaming has passed conventional television yeah. now for the first time. Yeah. More people are watching it yeah. online than they're watching it. Tied to their television. Yeah. I hate it. I did not you hate enjoy what? it. I, I watch the Super Bowl that way. I hate watching Streaming? Yeah. You can't flip around. You can't back up on your... No, you can't deal. do anything. Yeah. No, I, in fact, I rewound the, the, the Pokemon huddle. Yeah. You hear that thing? The Pokemon... Is what they're calling? A little spin? A little spin around. Yeah, catch yeah. them if you can. Pokemon yeah. thing. My wife was kind of watching. I'm like, did you see what they just did? She's like, no, what? I'm rewinding. Going, what is this? Yeah. Yesterday, they kind of revealed it was the Pokemon thing they talked well, about. Like I said, I do How not young are these guys that are playing I do the not now? enjoy watching shows streaming. I no. prefer to, my sports, I prefer to watch it where I can flip around and watch the games well, at once. may not be on Bally for much longer. This is a big hole. It's a, it's Who's going to take this well, thing? You know, Disney had to sell them to them. I guess in 19 was when the court said Disney had to divest itself. And so they unloaded a sinking ship on Sinclair Broadcasting. And, you know, they got in bed with Bally, hoping that that would help. But, like I say, they can't. Seriously, where does this go? If uh, they if they go belly up. These regional sports. If you're baseball in the NBA, this is frightening news. Yes. NFL's got the league contract. They don't worry about nah. regional sports stuff. But the NBA and NFL, their, their bloodline of money is – that regional sports market. It's going to be the wild, wild west again. If Bally goes belly up, I don't know. You know, we, we've talked about this from the position of being involved with game day and how Bally has first rights to yeah. playoff games and then it kind of flows downstream. Yeah. You wonder if the state championship, who the heck is going to have control of that stuff? Who knows? UIL's got to be having a mini panic attack as yeah. well because I'm sure they're getting quite a bit of coinage from Bally. Oh, I'm sure. Well, that's fun. UIL having a, a panic attack is always a fun I thing imagine in imagine everybody life. who gets checks from those folks are a little nervous today when they didn't make that debt payment. Yeah. By the way, Ryan Wall and the Eagles are down in NOLA, New Orleans. Xavier. Yeah, big game. Second to last game of the uh, regular season for the Eagles for the uh, postseason conference tournament begins next weekend. All right, we're out of time. You guys take it easy. We'll see you tomorrow, 5 o'clock right here on Leaving the Yard.